Derek and Steve present You heard it here second Welcome to You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek. And I am Steve. And we are back for episode number 160. Steve, how you doing? Good, Derek. Um, 160. I feel like... 160. That's 10 since 150. It's 10 <laughs> episodes of season two, <laughs> apparently. Yep. It's, yeah. How 10 are episodes feeling? of season two. I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. I think it's um, good. As usual, we sort of uh, went to the deadline on the thing that we promised we'd have by episode 160. Always. Which, which was the, the eradication of our of the worst sound effect we've ever made on this podcast. <laughs> well, I will say we should put them back to back and have the li- have the listeners decide which do, one's do worse. Do we want to do that as a farewell? As a they're farewell both, to the old one? <laughs> possibly. Play it one more time. They're, they're both bad. We'll get better. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's, well, that's for later. Like, that's for later it, in the show. It's a progression, yeah. So, so we'll get to that in section two of the episode today. Um, section one, as uh, is most commonly the case, is about sports. Uh, well, then section two will be about uh, the DMs, sliding into the DMs. Section three, miscellaneous with a few uh, random topics in there. And then finish it out with a final drive. So um, pretty simple episode for you, but we're going to dive right in. So... Uh, Anything else you got before we get started on sports? No, the only thing I got is you started calling them sections. Sections, yeah, I don't know. Ever called them sections? I think it's halves. Yeah, well, right? well, well, yeah, but when but they're not halves when there's four of them, or I guess like, uh, do we call them periods? I mean, or quarters? Like we just called them halves. I don't halves? know. I don't know. I just <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's I think kick I, off I, section half one. <laughs> Yeah, definitely didn't call them section halves, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, you know what I think it is? I think it's like, I think that I normally don't say like, we got four sections for you, you know? I think like we might have said like section one or something. Actually, I don't know. Maybe we didn't. I don't no, know. Section's a new word. Section's but, a new word? Okay. Yeah, so just, just, file it away. We'll see, we'll see how it's received and <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll figure out a new word after. So uh, <laughs> lots of changes here in season two. So um. All right, so without further ado, let's kick it off with sports. The Monster Jam. All righty, so sports, and with today, uh, we're recording on Thursday, April 7th, comes the start of a new sports season, which is the MLB season. Today opening is opening day. day. Um, Steve, how excited are you for opening day? I'm pumped. I'm, yeah. I'm, I think I'm a bigger baseball fan than I thought I was. Yeah. And it's nice. all because of fantasy baseball, True. all because of fantasy True. baseball. And as, as uh, some friends would say, it's just a great day to be an American. You know, <laughs> baseball is so purely American. It's just a very like yeah. hot dogs, apple pie, baseball, you know, America. Yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's a gross day across the country. I don't know if yeah. it's gross where you are, but it's gross where we are. Half, it, the, yeah. half the games got postponed. The ones that are yeah. on are like foggy and gross. But mm-hmm. who cares? Because baseball is back. <laughs> Baseball is back. So on the first topic, uh, or, or on the point of the opening day and the weather and stuff, um, I'm curious. Like, what are you? What is your stance on? Like, because so you mentioned half the games getting canceled, right? If this is June 14th, like this weather does not cancel half the games of the major league slate, right? Um, what is your position on basically what seems like the new normal, which is that? Opening day is Thursday and Friday is off basically for tons of teams so that they have the option to essentially cancel opening day and move it back a day if the weather's nicer on Friday than Thursday. Right. Huh. 
Um, what is your stance on that? Like, do you, are you in favor of like, you know, having the opening day become potentially a dud, but have nicer weather the next day on opening day? Or would you rather they just play the games like on Thursday if it's like playable baseball weather, even if it's not pretty? Right. Um, that's a great question. There's two. There's a lot of things to unpack there that I didn't know. I did not know that they're moving to opening day always being on Thursday. So I'm not sure about that, but it, uh, but I'm saying as a trend, it appears like a lot of teams are off on that second day, and they basically have the ability to reschedule their opening day because the they next want opening day. day to be beautiful and to be fun beautiful. And right. Packed. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say no opinion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> say <yeah>. Neutral. Um, <laughs> I, I get it, but like baseball's so so such a long season that if you start manipulating games and schedules based on things that aren't purely, can we play this game or not? Yeah. Right. You get into some weird scenarios. Then you, yeah. now you have like double headers that the second game is only seven innings or there's just like some yeah. now weird stuff. So I guess my opinion is they shouldn't move it if it's playable because right. once you start moving around 160 games, things get weird. Yeah. So I totally agree on not moving it if it's playable. I think, um, and again, I, I it's not like baseball announced they're doing this. I think it's just something that I observed. Like I feel maybe it's happened to the Red Sox a couple times now that in the last couple of years that I've noticed that like oh they always have that off day the second day. So like it seems common that like I mean the Red Sox Yankees opener uh, was canceled yesterday at at eight a.m. Like right. they never cancel a game like thirty six hours ahead of the game, you know. Yeah. But they basically already saw the forecast and they're like, oh Friday is going to be better, so let's do it Friday. Um, so I think I agree with you in general, but I guess, it, you know, specifically planning to have that option on an opening day, I guess is okay. But personally, I think I would rather that all the games be being played today if the weather was okay. Granted, some places it's not okay and they wouldn't actually play the game, but Baseball, in some of the spots where it was like light rain, it's like, I'd rather them play. I think. Yeah. It already yeah. takes up such a large chunk of time yeah. in my life that like, I want to be indignant. Like, how dare you take another day? How dare you like build in an extra day purely f so opening day can be pretty? But yeah, right. Whatever. I, it's such yeah. a, a minute point. I don't really care. It's yeah. opening day. Some of the games are going to be played today. Some tomorrow. It's there. You go. Life is good. Exactly. Um. So you mentioned fantasy baseball. I'm not. I, I still have never really dove back into fantasy baseball. It's one of those. It's one of those that was such a such a grind. I mean, fantasy baseball yeah. is such a grind. Like it's for great. the whole season. Like I mean. I feel like I would be thoroughly interested in like if someone did like a half season fan, like this is going to be over by like midsummer. I'd be like, great, sign me up. Cause then like it's always the end of this end of the year that I never was able to maintain my interest in fantasy baseball. Um, but how's your, how are your, how's your, how's your team looking? We did like, the you, draft. Is it going to be a good, good season for we you? We did the draft on Tuesday. My team yeah. sucks. Uh, <laughs> a team always sucks. But the best part about fantasy baseball, like you said, is. It doesn't really matter if your team sucks. It matters if you pay attention. It matters so if you're picking up players at the right time, if you're dropping, if you're moving, if you're trying to win category. We do categories. Had a big debate with a coworker. He thinks mm. points are better. He's clearly dumb. Uh, <laughs> he should be fired. I'll, I'll recommend that to the management committee. Yeah. Um, but categories are far superior and make Sundays much better because you're trying to win individual categories. But right, right. My team's okay. I shouldn't say they suck. Brand spanking new, yeah, no games right, have played, but you don't want to hurt their feelings. I'm never happy about it. <laughs> never happy. Um, about it. So it's been a little while since I've played um, fantasy baseball, but I guess there's, uh, you know, cat. I agree with categories. The categories, are, I think, are better than than like points. Yeah. Um, and but, for those who, for those who don't know, yeah. fantasy baseball, you you draft baseball players, and if it's categories, you're trying to win like ten categories, like hits, RBIs, 
ERA, strikeouts, blah, blah, blah. And you would just like, oh, if I can win six out of 10, I win because I won more than the other right. person. Points is like everything a player does during the week. It's like, oh, a hit is two points. The home runs four points. Strikeouts one, strikeouts two. Like Basically like fantasy football. And it counts up to yeah. 150, 200, 300, whatever it is. Um, where categories is like, ooh, if I can yeah. get six out of the 10, I win. So Right, right. Um, so have you ever played a format that was categories, but, um, like aggregate? So like if you won six to four categories, your record is six and four. Like, have you played that format? I have. You don't like that. It's the worst format. That's, that's below That's even worse than points. Oh, wow. Okay. It goes categories, (laughs) single week win points, (laughs) and then hit by a car and then categories aggregate. (laughs) Okay. Good to know. Good to know. That's interesting. Um, the, we'll move on from this in a second. But one, I think I might have told you this before. When I was in high school, I was in this one fantasy baseball league with like these people that I worked with. And uh, it was it was one of the more interesting formats where have you played in a league that had basically like um, it, so it's sort of like uh, whatever they call it when it's like the sum for the whole year. Like like so um, uh, rotisserie, maybe something well, like that. Maybe, yeah. Um, where it's like literally just like a long grind of a season and like whoever has the most points wins. No, but it no wasn't, matchups, it, no matchups. Wow, but but where the strategy came in was that you were like you, you were limited on number of starts for position players and pitchers like for the year. So like hmm. like so or, or it was either for the year or per week. You had like 25 starts and like it was like so you basically had to pick your matchups, but like not like against someone. It was basically to like maximize your own team's points but without it's not like a play every day basically redraft every week not redraft it's like your own team but you have to choose who to start and sit and like if you start everyone you're going to use up your starts right so like if you have a middle tier pitcher it's like do i want to start him this week like or do i want to just like save the starts and then like then the last month of the year if you have 60 starts to use then it's like you're going to end up using the 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 crappy guys right so it was like a really weird wrinkle but it was kind of i only did it once so it was kind of interesting but Sounds um, difficult, and fantasy difficult. baseball is already very difficult. So oh, yeah, right. I would recommend not making it more. So. It's true, yeah, <laughs> it's true. So, um, but there you go. MLB season uh, kicking off today. Um, go Rays! Go go Rays! Go Red Sox! Ooh, AL East is it. packed. Packed. So, like, I mean, w- w- just with the improvements that you know, you you have the Rays and and the Blue Jays that are like you know the teams that don't have the massive payrolls that have improved every year. And then you have the Red Sox and Yankees. The Yankees actually didn't make a lot of big improvements over the offseason. Red Sox made some improvements in the lineup, but lack pitching. So it's it's going to be interesting. Um, interesting division for sure, as it always is. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So see you in the playoffs. Um, so that's it for baseball going to NFL. Mm. Um, I don't remember what the status of this was the last time we had an episode, but I remember Tom, Tom Brady's not retired anymore. One of the questions so. was, will Tom Brady yeah. retire? And we both yeah. said like, didn't no, think so. it's totally yeah. not his style. Then the, yeah. I think it was the next day. I'm not even joking. It, was the <laughs> it might next have day. been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It so might we have were been. really wrong about that. <laughs> yeah, extremely wrong. But everyone um, was. Yeah, no, it's true. Everyone was. I will say um, there are weird elements still to this story, right? Totally. Um, and, and I do want your take on the Brady Arians thing because trust me, as a, as a longtime Patriots fan, right? And like someone who, you know, saw the way the media was sometimes with all these little things about the Brady Belichick and like yeah. Brady craft Belichick, all this stuff, right? People take these little 
cr- breadcrumbs and they run with them and they're like, oh, so-and-so hates so-and-so, right? And like, right. you know, like I'm thoroughly aware of that. Um, that said, like it is a little bit interesting in this case because like while Brady was retired, like you had Bruce Arians kind of talking about the team's plans and talking about what the situation was and that Brady was, he didn't expect Brady to unretire and like all this stuff. And then sort of like, everyone's kind of making these rumors that Brady doesn't like Arians, that he's only going to come back if they get rid of him. He comes back like they haven't gotten rid of him. And then he mysteriously kind of retires and says that he's going to take like more of a front office position. So what is your take on that? Like, do you think there's anything to those rumors or do you think this is just like sort of a, that Arians kind of had a change of heart and he felt like it was time to make a shift. Like what is your take as a, as a Bucks fan on this? It's a very, I agree with you. It's a very interesting scenario and I am biased, but as a person who's probably closer to the team than a lot of national headlines, like in terms of like what you would know from just like BS ESPN reporting. Um, I've never in the the years that Brady's been on the team and Arians has been on the team had any indication that they didn't not just like each other, but like love each other. Yeah. Like very, very friendly on and off. Um, Brady had a beautiful uh, post about him, like a, yeah. actually very heartfelt post about um, Arians when he retired. When Arians retired. Right? Correct. When Arians yes, retired. This is, po- this is after Brady coming back. Correct. Right. Brady yeah. unretired. Then posted a like a thank you Bruce for everything. Yeah, um, I, I agree that the rumor and then the timing together are weird, but the rumor is never substantiated. No one right. in the Bucks organization ever said anything except that's BS. Right. Um, and the one thing that I do like as soon as it happened, as soon as Arians retired, I thought health issues. He is yeah, that he has had some. He, right? he retired yeah. for health the first time. The entire time he was with the Bucks, kind of alluded to health problems, yeah. like trying to cut back on stuff. He he could he has to ride around in the cart during practice. Like he's yep. just, and you've seen him in pictures and on the sideline. He is legitimately mm. redder than a tomato. Like he yeah. is about to explode just right. at all times. So yeah. my gut says health problems, and this is the safest way to step away with like keeping mm-hmm. some privacy. Yeah. Um, that being said, I agree the timing's weird. Uh, do I do I care? Not at all. Like if it, if, yeah, if, right. if legitimately Brady said out loud in public, for me to come back to the Bucks, you'd have to fire Bruce Arians. I'd say thank you, Bruce. You did great. <laughs> don't let the door yeah, hit, I mean, don't let the door yeah. hit you on the way out. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And, and like to be honest, like the fact that that is so true is probably one of the only reasons that I give it any credibility at all like right. uh, of being possibly true is because it's so it, like that like remember actually the day before he unretired he was at like uh, a premier league game with like the bucks owners like right is that correct like i yes. think i remember seeing yeah, he, was, he was in like was, a box it, yeah, with them in um man U. he was he's watching yeah. man U game yeah and so it's like you know you put that together and it's like the only reason it has any credibility is because it's exactly how the owner ownership would react if he said that you know yeah if, if he if he did say in that box like I don't know. I don't think I want to come back, but like, I think if I did, I would want a coaching change. Like, again, I'm not saying that that there's any evidence that that he wanted that, but if he did say that, then that would have happened for 100. Yeah. percent So and, like, that's what gives it a little credibility, right? And it's it so. sucks because like I love Bruce Arians, I love Tom yeah. Brady. I've never I haven't seen anything, and it kind of mars what could have been like, yeah. in my opinion, a very good relationship. But the media always does that. As soon as someone yeah, leaves somewhere, right. they like, oh, was yeah. there drama? Yeah. So. My, right. I'm going to say no, but 
I, I hear you. Yeah. Cool. So there you go. Anyway, Brady is back. Um, we can talk more about Brady as the season gets closer, but, um, but yeah, obviously, uh, I can't believe it. I'm, yeah, I, it's just, <laughs> it legitimately turned my day around. Like I saw the yeah. news. I was like, holy crap, what a day. <laughs> yeah. Changes your outlook on like the NFL draft. Certainly. Yeah. You're like, oh, I don't really care anymore. Right. <laughs> like, now, I'm whereas like, you oh, were going to be like, oh, we drafting Kenny Pickett or, or what's going on. Right. I was like, oh, we have like the 30th pick or whatever. Like we have like a yeah. really low pick and Brady's yeah. like, who cares about picks? <laughs> trade them, trade them all. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so also a lot of other NFL stuff that we can get to when the season gets closer, because it was kind of a wild off season as far as like some of these trades getting thrown around, but um, we'll save some of those for another day. So, yeah. um, so moving from NFL, uh, another major thing uh, kind of back along the same lines as MLB, which started today, um, MLB and the masters starting on the same day, which I don't know how often that happens because the yeah. MLB was kind of delayed a week, but um so the Masters begins today. Um, I have not. I haven't really followed golf at all recently, so I can't really tell you who I think is going to win or anything like that. What I can tell you is that the only ESPN tweets and whatnot that I have actually seen about the Masters have been about Tiger Woods. So uh, yeah, I would like to know what your thoughts are, Steve, as a well-documented person <laughs> with takes on Tiger Woods. Um, well, what are your careful. thoughts about him being the story again <laughs> for the Masters? So. I could be canceled for saying this stuff, Derek. Uh, we, 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 so we're I, on alert here. <laughs> I don't like Tiger Woods. I don't like him. That, And I shouldn't be afraid to say it because historically, he hasn't been a very good guy, right? That's true. I mean, that everyone true, makes yeah. mistakes, but he's gotten a lot of passes. Yeah, um, that is However, true. <laughs> now he's been in this horrific accident and is making this amazing comeback. So now I'm the asshole for <laughs> not wanting to see Tiger Woods on my screen at all times. Yeah. Um, so I, I, so I don't know. That's my take. I could get hotter, but I don't want to because I'll because it, it's a bad take now. It's a <laughs> people don't like this Look, take anymore. Every now and then, every now and then, a take goes a little sour because of reasons out of your control. Right. I think this is one of those cases, probably. Like, look, I, I think. I think that you can the take that you can have is that your take was always good, but mm -hmm. now circumstances have changed. So yeah, your take maybe is that's just true. Yeah. your take is just lukewarm now. Yeah, because because the other because I think the key part is that the other part of your well documented Tiger Woods take takes slash take in the past um, was not only about not liking him because he's not a very good person. It was that was not from what I remember your sole take, mm -hmm. right? Right. The the other part of the take was that for a quite a stretch there, like probably five consecutive years, Tiger Woods sucked at golf. He was a bad golfer, but was still being like the only person that anybody cared about in the media and on ESPN about right. how he did. Like, is he going to make the cut? Who else are we talking about? Are they going to make the cut at the Masters? Right. Like, why aren't it's we talking hurting. about the guys at the top of the leaderboard? Right. Like, like, like it's like almost like baseball where you have these wonderful young stars and you just can't promote them because you're too obsessed yeah. with random crap like tiger woods yeah. is great he was the best of all time but now he sucks i mean he's now he doesn't yeah. suck anymore he's back well, right so but. again circumstances have changed and this time his comeback is from a bad accident right so it's like a little different right now like we were treating all these other comebacks of like the comeback from what like the comeback from him sucking like yeah but like yeah, it wasn't right? like now you know what i mean like he just kind of started to suck and then he made a comeback 
But like this is a little different because it's it's overcoming like what was a pretty bad accident. So yeah, so now now so it's yeah. a little bit okay. It's it's okay, I guess. But uh, so there you go. I that was uh, we had to cover that one because of your um your past stances on that. So I figured. Imagine it was- being in the stands at the Masters and booing Tiger Woods right now. <laughs> booing him <laughs> yeah you would you would people would the people around you would not be happy with you, you would get beat up you would yeah get you probably up. would you probably yeah. would <laughs> people would meet you in the yeah. parking lot it's and true beat you up. it's true it's true so so there you go um those are the key topics this week uh mlb nfl and masters so we'll get to more uh next episode we'll be probably in the thick of nba playoffs and getting uh into the nhl playoffs soon as well so um we will have a lot more to cover when that comes, but anything else on sports before That's we on uh, sports. moving on? All right. So that brings us to the second part of the episode today, which is the section that we have a new sound effect for, but just for old time's sake, let's play the old one just so that you can remember for one last time. This is the last time you'll you'll hear this sound effect. We'll play this one and then we'll come back and introduce the new one. Ladies and gentlemen. It is time to slide into our gym. All right. Um, it sounds like zombies. I know. It sounds I know. But, so but bad. In barring a rewind, barring someone rewinding, they never have to listen to that ever again the rest of their life. Not yeah. once. It, it's going to be deleted. So uh, here's the new one. It's not much better, but no, uh, it's, it's progress. Not. So. All right, so uh, it's at, it's at least doesn't hurt your ears, right? We're, <laughs> you know? we're on to something. Why yeah. don't you slide in? But then the that's DM a great song's start. bad. Yeah, yeah. We need something and just that says yeah. into my DMs or into the DMs. <laughs> Maybe we could just call it the Goo Goo Dolls and ask them to to re-record the song. So yeah, I mean, they they have to be like, what's that? Um, what's that app where you can ask like Cameo? Maybe yeah, ask Cameo. Google Dolls yeah, to yeah, just yeah. sing in my DMs. Great point. Great point. If they're on Cameo, that we can absolutely do that. I'm so gonna look them up right we'll, we'll now. Find that. <laughs> we'll, we'll absolutely check that. Um, so uh, while you're looking up that, I'll kick us off with the first question. We have three questions today. Uh, two from anonymous. So. Uh, start to maybe muster up the courage, people, Derek, and you know, just tell us who you are. Yeah, go ahead. We can get the bassist from the Goo Goo Dolls. No way! All for a hundred dollars to do it, give us a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if he can sing and he can play, he can put the it track. Says, All we need is the instrumental and him for him to sing over the instrumental. It so. says bassist and vocalist, Robbie Takea. There you go. There you go. Goo Goo Dolls might be worth it. Might be worth it. <laughs> So that'd be really we'll keep... patch. That'd be really patchwork. <laughs> yeah. Just a Goo Goo Dolls song with the, the, the different singer from the Goo Goo Dolls pe- filling it in. Hey, whatever, whatever works. Whatever but works. If we have a different song that talks about, you know, is more apt to be the second half of that sentence, also can work. So yeah. if you know a song that works well there, please let us know. Hmm. Um, okay, so anonymous question number one: crypto or weed stocks? Hmm. Interesting. Do you have any initial are thoughts a, on this? Are you an investor, Derek? I am. I am. Um, do, you, do you invest in either of these things? No, but I have invested in crypto before. And, and I didn't particularly enjoy it. No, did you? Why not? Um, so 
not not because it was like you know i mean i think i saw some gains from it but crypto is a royal pain in the ass like to work with <laughs> at least in my opinion um you kind of like don't have a clean like place where it is right like you need to have a crypto wallet do you own and like it or when do you, you like and when you have the wallet like the the con like it's in your wallet right but you can't just take that and like put it somewhere else like you need to send it somewhere else and there's fees in, in, involved in sending it anywhere so to buy or sell crypto and then get it to your wallet it's like fees and fees and fees to send it everywhere to your own wallet it, it costs fees right like after you've bought it on like a crypto.com or you know one of the the one that Brady advertises on the like yeah. FTX or whatever you buy something on FTX to put it in your own wallet you have to pay another fee to send it to your own wallet. And then if you want to sell it, you got to set pay the fee to send it back to FDX, then sell it from there. So um, now that said, the, uh, depending on how you interpret the question, they could be asking, they could be saying crypto stocks because I think there are some funds that like map to crypto or mirror yeah, crypto, you can, you right? Can do like a crypto so, like ETF or something. Like Robinhood, um, you can buy crypto, exactly. But like not actually right. have it. It's not actually have it. To be honest, after my experience, I'd probably prefer that one because I'm not really trying to get into the whole crypto world of like actually owning my own crypto. Um, all that said, I really don't know if I have a strong preference on this. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, if I guess I don't own either one. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like maybe weed stocks because I feel like weed's just going to continue to be legalized in places, but mm -hmm. I don't know if that equates to be a good investment or not. So yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Well, the the issue here is both were, for both, everyone is way behind the wave. So the wave yeah. has happened. You can probably right. catch another wave, but like if you're if we're talking about it on this podcast, we've too missed late. too late. Correct. Yeah. Too um, late to be like the to make like a, yeah. you know. To be like, wow, I hit the wave, you know? Right. Um, yeah. That being said, I own both, and crypto has made me a lot more money. Really, because yeah. it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I would buy crypto now because Elon Musk bought Twitter. You know, like right. he can send right. a tweet saying, That's true. Yeah. Dogecoin's hot right now, LOL. Yeah. And it would explode. Which is what you happened know? Like, last year. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's right. a very volatile market. Yeah. But if you don't mind losing, it's like the it's like the best lottery ticket you could ever buy. Yeah. Yeah. Crypto's the the best lottery ticket you could buy, in yeah. my opinion. Weed stock's probably safer. I agree things are going to get uh more legalized around the, the nation, but like But there's no yeah, there's no big been, boom. Like right. Yeah. People have been buying right. weed stocks for a while now and they're yeah. all down. They're all way right. down, so you probably make some money if you hold on to them, but Right. Crypto's the but way yeah. to go. Yeah. If you don't if you don't mind the extreme stupid, volatility right yeah the stupid way of investing which is trying to catch a unicorn yeah and yeah and if you don't mind well i'll add a couple other qualifiers if you don't mind a um keeping your crypto on an exchange you know so like if if you if you're using like ftx or like um coinbase or any or a site like that if you don't mind keeping your assets like there which they say is like not as safe as using like your own like physical wallet that has like a you know this private key and all this stuff like if you're fine with keeping it on the site which is technically less secure it is way way easier all those things i said don't apply if you're going to keep it on the wallet on the exchange right um that's one and then two like when you start going into the to the rabbit holes of all these like weird crypto coins like it gets very confusing and very like there's a lot of coins out there and like what's what's kind of aggravating is that 
the one the people that are buying those when they're like ten cents and you it looks sounds like some stupid coin that like will never do anything. Doge like those are the ones that make a ton of money because it becomes it. like a yeah yeah right exactly. Yeah. Um. So it's interesting. It, it's definitely you know you can go down rabbit holes for sure. Yeah. But the, the correct answer to this is neither buy the market <laughs> buy V O O buy V O O there you go Vanguard Perfect. total market just do that there you go and that's, then that's keep it I forever well. and you'll make. That's how Warren Buffett made his money. He, yeah. he he said if anyone if any financial guy in the world thinks that they can beat the market, I'll put all my money in the market. Just market. Yeah. If you can right. beat it, I'll give you a million dollars. And they <laughs> no one could. He just yeah, put all his money. Right. He's like, it's the dumbest thing. People like yeah. pay all these financial people all this money to like, ooh, like catch the wave. Oh, find this, find that. Oh, maybe yeah. somebody's good. No, just invest in the market. Right. Yeah. So there you go. The answer is VOO. VOO is anonymous. Answer. That's your answer. Yeah. Um, all right. Question number two from anonymous. Also, maybe the same, maybe different. I'm not sure. <laughs> if animals could talk, which animal would be the rudest? I love this question. Yeah. I hmm. don't. I haven't thought about it. Me neither. But I, I think the obvious answers are wrong. Like I think like alligator is probably not right because they're mm-hmm. like the dangerous animals probably aren't that rude. They're just dangerous yeah right yeah my my here's my take all right seagull seagull i think a seagull might be the rudest animal i think that's a pretty good if take. it could talk it would be non-stop in your face yeah yeah that yeah that is true seagull's a good answer um i'm you know I, you try to just think of other animals that are like annoying right like <laughs> yeah. like rats or or um not rude, you know though. right they're exactly rude is, is different than being like a pest right yeah um you know there's probably like probably like, like the meat like the the most unfriendly like wild cat in the world probably would be pretty rude um yeah pigeons like, i don't know i feel like pigeons are just like very neutral um we know that it wouldn't be dogs. No dog on the on the planet would come close to this. My dog's pretty rude. Is he? <laughs> yeah, he's so oh. rude. <laughs> but no, I mean, he's he's not a normal dog. Yeah. Yeah. Alligator was an interesting one. I hadn't really thought of it. You 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 mentioned it as an obvious one. I hadn't. Well, uh, I'm just thinking would, like the mean yeah. animals probably right. weren't aren't right. mean. Probably doesn't equate more to like rude. a snake. Like they're a snake probably they're more like sly. You know, they're more yeah. Just like, true, true. Cocky. They're like con men. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 All right, we're going to have to think about this one more. I think seagulls is the best answer so far. I think seagull is a very good answer. Um, yeah. Seagull's a good answer, but I'm going to think on it, and I reserve the right to come back with a, with a, another answer next episode. I bet like so. a hamster would be rude. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that for All sure. Right, so no answer from you? You're going to think on it? Um, if I have to go with an answer, I think... Um, like I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a rat. Okay. Like, like yeah. the rat, like the, like not like a house, not like a, a, a mouse. Like that's like, like in your house rat. and like a street rat. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Like gangster mom. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. The ones that have been hardened by the streets. They're, they're <laughs> yeah. the rudest. Um, so there you go. There, there are the two anonymous questions. Um, last question comes from Frank R. Hmm. Um, Frank. best restaurant in Boston is the question. So, Obviously, I still live here. You don't. But yeah. from your time here, do you have any that jump out at you? Um, I do. 
um so for some reason all of those like new hip restaurants all blend together for me like mm-hmm. they have the name like mill and barlow or or yeah or bean or you know they've all got like yeah. the mill or the whatever like the grinder yeah, something the, the, and something or yeah, yeah. yeah right um so they all i can't remember any of those really but what sticks out is chinatown hmm. uh gourmet dumpling house soup dumplings okay legitimately one of the best meals i've ever had is is soup dumplings at yeah. gourmet dumpling house in okay boston and then shoujo okay shoujo. Nice. and and for the whole experience nice. shoujo has great drinks yeah. great atmosphere great food mm-hmm. yeah. there you so, go uh, although i will nice. say i haven't visited seaport since it's been this, yeah. the new city basically right yeah so. true um yeah i definitely have a few of there's um you know, the North End's obviously littered with them. I think um, Ponzo was one of my favorites in the North End. Yeah. Um, tiny little place. You um, get like a thick, like a meal that will huge. leave you full for days. Yeah, like just dis- almost disgusting portion size. They drop the so plate delicious. down and the table like cracks <laughs> and shakes. <laughs> they definitely need like extra strength tables at that yeah. place. Um, so, you know, there, there's, you know, you could go through a ton of restaurants in the North End and, and go through that. Um, one that I'm going to give a quick RIP shout out to, which I know Steve and I have had a couple of experiences there, not very remarkable for its food or anything, but the fours, I miss so much. The fours went out of business and just like one of those perfectly, like just one of the most like old school classic places around the garden that that you go to. It wasn't great, but you need it. You can't just have like, you, you can't just have tits and like. Sullivan's Tap and like you know these other tits, like you, tits you, that tavern place the was essential for, for, there for the lay people. Yeah, tits sorry, is Tavern sorry, in yeah, the Square. Yeah, yeah. Tavern <laughs> in the Square is uh that that's the that's the the um the nickname for Tavern in the Square. Um, <laughs> you can't just have those places. You need yeah. the force like like that, that place. So I miss that place. It's a classic um, spot, and there's no classic yeah, spots anymore. It is, yeah. Um, and then yeah, I'd have to think more, but those those are the the two that I'll that jump out at me. Um, there's sure, I probably wouldn't classify either as the best restaurant in Boston, but sort of like the most notable that I that I um you know that jump out at yeah, me. That's but, a good um in memoriam to the fours too. We we yeah. actually didn't give the fours its its proper burial. Yeah, well, 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 to be honest, you and I never really went there like before like a Celtics game or anything like that. I mean, we we went there to watch Bruins Lightning's games usually yeah. when the when it was in Tampa and right. we were in Boston. You know, that was like the main thing that we would go to those places to do. Yeah. Um, but oh, actually, quick shout out to the worst place of all time. Do you remember yes, the Sports we- Grill? Oh yeah, that place <laughs> it was called sucks. the Sports Grill. The Sports. We grill. went to watch a, Bru- a Bruins Lightning game, and what was it? Mid second period, I think, before they were able to put the game on television. They couldn't find the remotes to a place like they, that had a hundred TVs. They couldn't find the remote. <laughs> and then when they found the remote, they couldn't find Nesson. Yeah. Like you, you the are located across grill. from TD garden called like, the sports grill. Yeah. <laughs> also, I want to give a, um, a shout out to the, what'd you call it? a negative shout out to the worst uh, bar? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think the worst bar in Boston is, is literally the greatest bar. Oh, okay. There's yeah. a bar called the Greatest Bar, and it's, and you think it's one the of the worst yeah. bars in Boston. It's definitely not a great bar. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I have the. I don't. I don't have the same disdain for it. I, I don't know. I don't particularly feel it's, it's the like worst. It's Definitely not the greatest. It's four yeah. floors, and every floor is it, something yeah. weird. Like the. Fr- I don't think weird. I've ever been on a floor other than the top floor. I think that I was on the first. We went to the first floor once when there. It was like. It was like a. It's like a rave. It was like a BC like a, thing. It was like a BC oh, fundraiser right, or something. Right. There's a meal or something. Yeah. Yeah. First floor. That's the and only time I've ever stayed on the I first floor. It. Yeah. I think I hated it. <laughs> yeah. So definitely not the greatest bar. Um, so there you go. Um, 
But yeah, any other restaurant or bar shout outs? No, but it's making me uh, miss yeah. Boston. I'll be up in May, Derek. I'll see you then. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. We'll plan on it then. Um, there you go. So looking forward to May. Uh, thank you, Anonymous, Anonymous, and Frank for the questions today. Um, and make thank sure to you, let us know if you know any Frankie. songs that talk about DMs that we can put in our sound effect. Yes. Um, so moving into uh, third part of the episode, starting with one of your favorite segments. Everybody's favorite segment, Cozy Book Corner. Okay, so Derek, I'm assuming the book train has has stopped for you. It's uh, it's paused. It's paused right now. Yeah. We're we're at the station. Book train (laughs) is at the station. Um, so I recently read, and I don't think I reviewed it on this podcast, but the midnight the Midnight Library. Okay. Um, very popular book right now. Have you have you heard the name? Yeah. So yeah, I've I've seen the cover. And, uh, yeah. Like, so I everyone's saw seen it the cover. Before. It's, yeah, it's yeah. actually a really nice cover. Um, yeah. Very popular right now. Everyone and their moms have read it. It's actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, I won't nice. get into too much of it because it's a it's a very um, you can spoil some stuff if I talk yeah. too much about it. But basically, it's it's a what would happen if you could change some things about your life. It's a pure like what do you regret about your life book. Like, oh, what if you and it's big stuff and little stuff. So what if you could change what you had for breakfast, or if you could change where you lived, or if you could change like the the person you were going to marry if you if you just like mm-hmm. broke up with them, like things like that. Um, and I will say it's it gets it's a cheeky book. It's very like goofy and funny and. But the it's a heavy topic because mm-hmm. you start to get introspective. You start to think about your own life. You're like, oh gosh, like all the different stuff. You start thinking about your own regrets. Yeah, and it circles around to a nice like, oh, but uh, you you can kind of guess. It's a very predictable book. It's not like yeah, right. Yeah, you you probably should have done all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, huh? that your life sucks. sucks. For you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so it's not that. Um, it's a very <laughs> uplifting book, and that's kind yeah. of how. But it 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 circles well. Um, right. there's a lot of different lives that this one person lives. So it gets a little repetitive, right. but overall it's deserving of the praise. If you could, you could find a better, you could find a worse book, especially if you want to talk to people about it. Cause a lot of people have read it. Right. Um, so I'm going to say the midnight library by Matt Haig, 78% Steve Nicholas avocados. All right. Nice. Yeah. 78% is pretty good. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. High. It's, it's a good, solid sci-fi fictiony read. Yeah. And it's very nice. popular right now. So if you kind of want to be in the know and right. feel like you're reading new books and, and exactly be up with the times. Exactly. Right. That, nice. That you could do worse there than the, mid, the Midnight Library. All right. So there you go. Midnight Library, 78. That's a that's a pretty high score. So definitely go pick up uh, that one and add it to the list. My uh, my final word, my final verdict on it was it's a romp through your regrets. <laughs> nice. That, yeah. That's that's very poetic. That's yeah, good. That's what it is. Hopefully the author sees that review. Oh, yeah. Says, like, I'll, I like I'll that. email him. Yeah. No, it's a dude. I'll email him. <laughs> um, so, so there's your cozy book corner. Um, next topic, uh, we ac- you actually just mentioned this in one of the question discussions. So you want to kick? You want to do this one? Sure. So Elon yeah. Musk, I wrote Elon Musk buys Twitter. Um, he, he, <laughs> for all intents and for all, all intents and purposes, all intents and purposes, all intents yeah. and purposes, he did. I mean, he is now the majority shareholder of Twitter. Yeah, and there's some legal stuff about that that I'll talk about briefly. Um, but I want to get your initial thoughts on Elon Musk becoming majority shareholder of Twitter. 
Yeah. I mean, I didn't look into like what, you know, motivated this or many of the, you're a Twitter um, guy. Yeah. Well, I use Twitter a lot, but I'm not like, you know, uh, up on this news as far as like what, how it benefits him. Right. But so it strikes the biggest thing for me is like everyone talks about how Twitter doesn't really make a lot of money. Right. Like that's been one of the criticisms of Twitter as a big, as one of the big tech companies, right. Is that they don't really have like many ways they generate tons of money. Right. Right. And for Elon Musk to go into something that is clearly to me anyway, not like a obvious moneymaker. You know what I mean? It's not like, a, oh, this has growth potential. Like Twitter is like everyone knows what Twitter is. like, how, like Twitter's not going to grow in its like publicity or in its, its like user base. Right. Twitter's, um, this is this is to speak to that. This is purely a secondary power purchase for him. He yeah, it's a it's a means to an end. Now, if yeah. he can control the way his news gets out, like yeah. like he said, he it, he tweets something, and yeah. his lackeys buy billions of dollars of AMC stock, you know, yeah. and it and that's because of him. So now, if yeah. he controls the place where the information goes out, he can exactly set himself up to for for windfalls. So I think it's just yeah. like a middleman purchase, to be honest. Right. Well. Well. I mean, it's sort of like because all those times that people would people would criticize Twitter as like a Twitter's valuations and stuff for the fact that they don't really make a lot of money. Like one of the things I always would think is like, but like it's impossible that they're not worth that much because like they're literally instrumental to everything now. Like like everything falls apart without Twitter. It's like yeah. how people get their news. Like, you know, you, you think back to like think about when Donald Trump got banned from Twitter. Right. And the blowback that came with that from a lot of people that it's like, oh, this is like not this should be like constitutionally not allowed or like this is yeah, like right. infringing on his like his rights. Right. And it's like, no, it's just like a this is just a social media app. But like the fact that that blowback happens shows like well, like the power that Elon Musk has just bought. Right. Because it isn't just like like it's not just an app. It's not just like social media. It's literally like if you get shut out from Twitter, people view that as like your rights being suppressed. Yeah. That's how fundamental Twitter is to like to to free speech, basically, at right. this point. Right. At, I mean, at this point, I don't think he's it's a huge power move because it's it's Twitter's how a lot of people get their news, especially young yeah. people. But it's more of a tool. You know, it's more yeah. of a tool for him to be able to make more money and to be able to do more right. things. He's not going to make money off Twitter. Maybe he will. because Twitter has a lot of followers. Yeah. You can monetize anything. But right. I don't think you buy Twitter to make money off Twitter. You buy Twitter so that you could make adjustments, control the yeah. narrative, and I don't know. and use it in all of his other endeavors. It's just right. bad. I think it's bad. That's yeah. It's he's probably the richest is, man yeah. in the world, buying yeah. probably the largest, if not going to be the largest way people get their yeah. news, like Rupert yeah. Rupert Murdoch stuff. Right. Um, that true. being said, he's made some. I don't know if I like Elon Musk. I respect him, but he he bought. X amount, like once you can, once you, there's some SEC rules that say once you buy a controlling share of a public company, mm -hmm. notices have to go out because it's public. So you have yeah. to file uh, with the SEC something that says the majority owner of this huge company has changed. Now it is owned by a different person. They make the rules now. Right. Um, he bought a bunch, he bought the majority shares. And then waited about, I think it was like 10 days, maybe maybe 15. You have to do it immediately. And he waited yeah. more and kept buying stock while it was cheap. Like while Twitter was like 30 bucks or 40 bucks. Mm, he, right. And then 10 days later when it hits, 
stock goes way up. He's yeah. already bought way more than a controlling share and should right. have, I don't know. It's just, and he's not going to get punished for it. He'll get like a fine. That's half yeah. the amount of money he made right. by he breaking made, the law. Right. It's right. It, 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 that's the legal part of it that I hate. Yeah. That is kind of slimy. Sounds. Yeah. So. He's, he's slimy. Yeah. Dude. So, but so he's there rich. you go. That's Monitor weird. that one. He's ri- He's got a lot of money and he spent a lot of money. So, uh, and he's going to make a lot of money. So, yeah. um, so there you go. Um, last topic here. You want to you introduce this one as well? I do. I'm a little embarrassed to say it. <laughs> okay. But I found a very good Starbucks drink. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah and us. I like people this like Starbucks. I know it's safe space, yeah. but I'm I'm a Duncan loyalist, and you're a Duncan loyalist. Yeah, like right to a point where I would. It's kind of like Taco Bell. Like I would. <laughs> I don't really eat it that much or drink it that like, but I would die for it. So <laughs> Dunkin' is the same yeah. way. I just feel a right. brand loyalty right. to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, um, fair. So I yeah. try to hate on Starbucks as often as possible. However, yeah. Starbucks has a brown sugar shaken ex- espresso. Oh, iced I brown I, sugar shaken espresso. I, I think I, I've I think I either have had that or my friend told me about it. But I've heard that sounds familiar. There's a few different versions. There's like the vanilla version, yeah. the regular version, and right. there's a brown sugar version. Spectacular. It's okay. about. $25 for a grande, but right. it's so good. So affordable for Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's legitimately over double the price of Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Which is crazy because it's coffee. Yeah. But yeah. this one is very good. This one I'll get once it's or twice a, a week. Yeah. So yeah. if you haven't had the, um, it's the, yeah, it again. it's a brown, brown sugar, brown. oat milk, shaken oat milk espresso, brown sugar, shaken oat milk espresso, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's hard to miss because there's a lot yeah, of the num- different words in there. Yeah, the number one benefit of mobile ordering is that people don't have to say these things anymore. Totally. So like, just just find it on the app. Like just whatever sounded it. like what Steve just said, go find it. Point, <laughs> point and point your finger at the picture. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it it it's very very good, very very good. There you go. Yeah, there you go. So uh, we'll keep these few and far between, but a Starbucks recommendation mm. with Steve's stamp of approval. So there you go. There you go. Um, anything else before we go into the final drive? That's it for me, sir. Alrighty. So, do you want to go first or second in the final go... drive or third? We have, but <laughs> yeah, right. There's three here. What the heck is that? There's three, about? but I just have two quick ones. So, it's up to you. yeah. You gotta go I first go or second. Third. <laughs> okay. So, I'll do my two uh, real quick first. Um, first, quick shout out. Um, tomorrow, I'm heading out to Nashville for a bachelor party. Um, my buddy Matt Rodriguez. A um, bunch of his friends, and I don't, I don't know a whole lot of them, but it's going to be a fun weekend. I've never been to Nashville, oh, um, so this will be my it. first time there. Experience it all. Um, check the weather; it's not like going to be gorgeous there yet, but it's a little bit better than it is in Boston. It's in like the fifties and sixties and sunny. Um, so you know, nice weather, nice place from what I've heard. So look, definitely looking forward to that. Um, second quick shout out is not, uh, not really a shout out, but a little recommendation. Um, Steve, have you heard of bone conduction headphones? No, I have not. So I'm wearing them now. You might you might have seen in my video that they don't actually go in my ear. Yeah. They're actually just they're on the I temple. Was like they're on at like that. they're like in front of your ear and they're like not in your ear. And they they just vibrate. Like they, they, they emit the sound through vibration on the outside of your ear. And they they somehow work. <laughs> and like people around you can't hear them, but I can hear just fine. But I can hear everything around me just fine. Oh, so it's and like having headphones in but not. But not, right. Like, not from both a comfort standpoint and, like, I think one of their main uses is as a safety standpoint. If you're, like, running or biking or, like, wow. you, know, you can hear your, or driving, you can hear your surroundings, right? But you can still hear what's on here. Wow. So, 
I highly recommend them, or at least trying them if you if you check it out. Um, Shocks is the brand that I got. S H O K Z. Oh, um, it's like bone so, conduction's not. That's like the type. Of bone conduction is the technology. Um, it's like the like Bluetooth is a technology. Like bone conduction is an, is like a type of technology. They're they're Whoa. also Bluetooth. But it also sounds um, so metal. They, yeah, right. Bone, bone conduction, conduction headphones. Yeah. Um, so I, if you stumble across any or have been thinking about getting them, I highly recommend trying them out. The sound quality is much better than I thought. I was expecting it to sound like a walkie-talkie outside of my ear. Like, yeah. it's pretty good clarity for for what I expected. So. Can you run with them and stuff? You can. I have, and it's like it's it's nice. Like, oh. you know, you have to make sure you get a pair that's like fairly like snug, right? Because otherwise, they would like bounce around. But um, yeah, I, I I highly recommend giving them a try if you're if if it sounds like that's be something you'd like. So, huh. um, there you go. Cool Home connection headphones. Good, good rack. Yeah. Uh, mine's going to be quick. I went to the Valspar. Derek, do you know what the Valspar is? I don't. No. It's a golf tournament. It's like one of the minor, it's okay. like the FedEx Cup. Like there's there's like the four majors and then there's all the yep. other yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty big golf tournaments, but not the four big ones. Right. Um, it's in Tampa. I've never been before and we got tickets. It's an enjoyable time. I, nice. I think I may become a golf enjoyer. Not just a person who plays golf, but a person right, who watches. Right, but someone golf. who enjoys. I'm yeah, gonna have wow. to push something else out of my brain, like, like some <laughs> sport. Make like there's, yeah, like there's you. Like we said, the sports bandwidth. I truly subscribe to that. You introduced yeah. me to it. Yeah. But it's creeping its way up. So, yeah, you only um, have so much it's a, bandwidth. So. It's a fun experience. You just walk around all day. You drink beer. You eat food. You get right up next to professional athletes. It's unlike any yeah. other sport. It's like, yeah. If. And it's all about timing. Like if you want to see Tiger Woods and he's on hole one, just wait around the green on hole five and yeah. he'll show up right next to you. Right. Or you can right. chase him or you can follow people around. It's just a very cool experience. Yeah. So if you've right. never done a golf tournament, I would recommend it. I have not. And I, I do want to at some point. So yeah. that's, that's, there you go. So there you go. Uh, the Val, Valspar tournament. Valspar uh, maybe tournament. Steve, Steve's going to become a regular at that tournament each year. So yeah. there you go. Find me there next year. So that'll do it for episode number 160. Um, thank you to our question submitters and to everyone else who is listening and not to Elon Musk. Um, yeah. And if Kelsey asks, my dog's not rude. He's a very nice dog. Right. <laughs> we we that love nicest dog in we the love world. Lewis, never, nicest dog. We'd never be considered not rude. rude. <laughs> so that'll do it for episode 160. We'll see you guys next time on 161. Later days.